Takes the Podcast at moresportsnow.com. Covering both sides of the Hudson. And on the phone, we have our own John McAlevey, who still has a giant draft hangover. And uh, uh, we're just about a week uh, removed from the uh, draft. John, we know the big issue with Giant fans, and that's, of course, the number six pick. They go with Daniel Jones. I mean, ranked by many. I mean, ESPN ranked him as the 59th player in the draft. So the big rub... Yeah, I think it was ESPN ranked them 59th overall. No, I mean, who who did they pick? Number six? Who? (laughs) Here's the rub, and we we know this. The bottom line is why burn the sixth pick on him when he's there at 17? But I'll throw this out to you. Let's try to take Gettleman's uh, point of view on this, okay? So you can't – look, if he loves the player, he loves the player, okay? Now, do you think he got some intel in some way that he was going before 17? You think that was his concern? Because again, why would you burn the pick? And here's the thing for for you know the, the, these teams and a lot of these and a lot of these teams are like, listen, we're the experts. We're not listening. We're not looking at anybody else's draft boards. We are the experts. We know what we need for our team. This is the player we need for our team. So we went ahead and picked him. And so if you love him, fine. And Gettleman loved this player. We know that. But again, we'll go back and most Giant fans and most sports fans in general looking at the draft are going to say, well, listen, he would have been there at 17. Why are you burning it at six when Josh Allen's there and you're starving for an edge rusher? So I'm, I right. think that's where you're going, Johnny. That's where I'm going. I mean, listen, before the draft, we knew that the Giants last season ranked second to last in sacking the quarterback. I wrote a, I wrote an article that said, Hey Siri, can you please help us find the opposing quarterback? Because we can't get into his backfield. We can find him with GPS. <laughs> they had 30 sacks total as a team last year. The only team that was worse, the Raiders, unfortunately, was your uh, black and silver. 13. The, the Raiders. With, yeah, they had 13. 13 sacks. sacks. So, right, and seven of the leader in sacks for the Giants with seven last year was Olivier Vernon, who was since traded in the uh, ever-expanding Odell Beckham deal. He mm-hmm. went to uh, to Cleveland, so seven is gone. The only one now, the, the guy with the most coming back is B.J. Hill, who had a promising rookie season with five-and-a-half sacks. Okay, So the way this whole thing led up was, will, will any of the edge pass rushers still be there for the Giants to, uh, to draft? And your Raiders, again, did them a huge favor – Taking Cleveland Farrell at number four, which uh, so let's, there I am, and but, Giants fans, I'm sure all over the place are doing backflips. Sure. Hey, Montclair High School native Josh Allen is still on the board. The guy that everybody thought the Giants would take and mm-hmm. wanted, but no, the Giants outthought everybody and went up to the podium and drafted Daniel Jones. What? 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 And the fact that if why are you burning a pick now when you can absolutely have it at seventeen and Josh Steve, Allen's a nice yeah, player? Well, why the can he- I just re- yeah. let me tell you something? Our good friend of the show who was on our pre-draft podcast, Pat Leonard, has two tweets that are out today. Can I read them to you? Uh, yeah, do, yeah. Do okay, it. because Dave Gettleman says that he knows for a fact that there were two teams that would have scarfed up Daniel Jones before the Giants got to seventeen. Well, that's and the everybody whole, believes. That yeah. that was the Redskins, and that would have been the uh, the Broncos. So here's here's tweet one: Washington Redskins president Bruce Allen on whether Dave Gettleman knew Washington was going to take him in fifteen. Quote: We picked the player we wanted to pick. I'm almost positive Dave has 
no clue what our draft board would be. I don't know which draft boards he knows. He doesn't know ours. That's the first one. And the second one is from Adam Schefter, who everybody believes has his finger on the pulse of everything NFL. Adam Schefter says on his podcast, he believes Daniel Jones still might have been on the board at number 30 of the first round, where the Giants traded up for their third pick, DeAndre Baker. Schefter knew before the draft, Washington was taking Haskins, and the Broncos were not taking Daniel Jones in the first round. Well, here's the whole... Who are you going to believe? Yeah, that's my point. So Gettleman is feeling some heat because of the outcry, felt he needed to say something, and and that, in fact, is what I thought. He would try to set, you know create something where Daniel Jones was gone by 17. We had to take him at six and that's where they went. That's where the giants went. And so, um, and listen, by the way, this is no, no dig on, on Daniel Jones. He, he could very well be a nice player. And even if he turns out to be a great player, the fact of the matter is that you still could have gotten Josh Allen and him. It was, is the whole point. I mean, right. Is sure. this where we're going nuts? Or, or how about this? Or what they could have done is they could have traded for Josh Rosen from Arizona. Mm-hmm. Look at what the Dol- the Dolphins burned their second round pick, which was number sixty two. Okay, it wasn't like they were going to get a first round pick. The Giants wouldn't have had to trade their seventeen pick to get Josh Rosen. They could have burned their their uh, second round pick, which turned out to be they traded up um, and they got DeAndre Baker. They were able to trade him for that pick, but they could have had. Josh Allen, Dexter Lawrence, and Josh Rosen. How about those three? Would you have rather those three than than Daniel Jones? Let's take a look at the Raiders with Cleland Farrell. I mean, that was a reach. That was an absolute reach, at, you know, at three, which gave you the opportunity, which pretty pretty much put Josh Allen in your uh, in your lap there, right? So, yeah. but so if you look at, but I think that they really wanted to get uh, the running back Josh Jacobs, and they needed to address defense. So they wanted to go. So they knew that that. So in other words, it made it made sense if he had to get Jacobs, because they would not be able to get you know because if they went and got someone like you know uh, like a Josh Allen in the, uh, on the third pick, and then got Cleveland Farrell, then they wouldn't have got the running back that they really really loved. So yeah, uh, again, yeah. In, in terms of. In terms of a plan, that's why they they took the reach. But I mean, Cleveland Farrell probably would have dropped further down later into the first round. So, oh, without a doubt. I mean, you looked at all the mock drafts; he was taken in the high teens, even in the twenties. Yeah. So that that was a surprise pick for them. So, but they had a plan in sense of who the other player that they wanted in the first round, and they wanted. Yes. But it's and, it's and not. As you said it was a surprise pick, and it left. Josh Allen right in the Giants' lap. Yeah. I mean, oh, my goodness. Or even Ed Oliver, another defensive freak that would have fit perfectly into the Giants' thing. Now, I mean, can you believe anything that ever comes out of Dave Gettleman's mouth anymore? I mean, he's the guy that was famous for saying, we didn't sign Odell just to trade Odell, and then he traded him. And then mm-hmm. leading up to the draft, he said, fellas, you can't force a pick just to fill a need. You can't do it. You cannot do that, and we will not do it. You have to take the best player on the board when your choice comes up. Was Daniel Jones really the best on the board coming at that point yeah. at number six? Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? Yeah. But, yeah I mean, but, some people had him rated in the 60s. But again, you know, NFL teams, I mean, we're going back. I mean, I, I joked that it was the Giants' Mitch Trubisky uh, moment. 
You know what I mean? You yeah. know, re remember when the Bears took him and I mean, they many had him going like in the second round, but they loved yeah. the player that much. And a lot of these teams are like, listen, we're the experts. You are not the experts. We are the experts of our team. And even with the Raiders situation with, with Cleveland Farrell, you know, they they're saying, hey, this is the player that we really want. And we're taking no chances. So Gettleman did the same thing. I'm, I want this player. I love this player. I'm taking no chances. He just fired a lot of people up. Uh, you know, let's go to the um, the 17th pick, though. I mean, it's not not a horrible pick, John. I mean, Dexter uh, Lawrence out of uh, you know the defensive lineman out of Clemson. I mean, he's a good player, and he was ranked highly in a lot of drafts. So it's not a bad pick at 17. No, it's not a bad pick, but he's 342 pounds. Yeah. Snacks Harrison Light. He's not right. going to get to the quarterback, and he won't be on the field on third down. So. Is he a nice player? Yeah, he's a nice player, and he comes from a great program where they've won national championships, and he's been a big part of it, literally and figuratively. But is he really going to change the atmosphere on, on the defensive line for the Giants? As I said, he's not going to get to the quarterback. He's a run stuff, mm -hmm. and that's basically what he is. And when they traded Snacks away, they needed to fill that hole. But... Um, Listen, at 17, I would have liked them to take to have taken a chance on uh, the Mississippi State defensive end, Montez Sweat. He was still on the board. He's yeah. the guy that gets to the quarterback. And the yeah. Giants obviously didn't see that. They yeah. wanted to uh, to fill him in the middle. He, he sort of uh, um, becomes another – the Giants already have uh, Dalvin Tomlinson on the lines who's another 330-pounder. So yeah. they kind of already have a player of – of uh, Lawrence's capabilities there. So they're just going to have to yeah. work him into the mix. Now they might play, play beside each other or spell each other. But again, it's not someone who's going to get to the quarterback. They waited, yeah. they waited until the, uh, the third round when they drafted one of the great names of all time. O'Shane Zimenez of old dominion. He's a, uh, a beast of a, uh, of a defensive end who, uh, is an athletic freak who was able to come off the edge, but again, he played at Old Dominion. It's not as if so. He was who knows, playing. right? Right. And, yeah, Mont and Montez Sweat actually, unfortunately, had heart problems, so it scared a lot of people away. I mean, I was I was thought the Raiders might take him in that spot where they took uh, Jacobs, but they really uh, yeah, they wanted the their word, running back. But then word yeah. came out that maybe there wasn't the heart. Problem, yeah, so I, right. I don't know. Was, so maybe he got screwed on that whole thing. He may but, have. Yeah. yeah, you don't know how that's all going to come down. But yeah. he's a guy I would have taken a chance mm -hmm. on him uh, at 17 rather but, than the big run plugger in the middle. But speaking of 17, in the end of the day, let's say that if the Giants take Josh Allen and then they take da Daniel Jones at 17, the Giant fans aren't bitching. I mean, that 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 would roll. I mean, am I right? Yeah. No, yeah. I, I think that would have looked better. I would have even passed. On Jones at 17, I mean, mm -hmm. listen, I'm a Giants fan, and I know that, that Eli is really on his last legs, but he did play better when they put an, an offensive line around him that was credible. I mean, they scored almost 30 points a game in the last seven games or so, and, and the, the real problem was their defense couldn't stop anybody. That was the problem at the end of the season. I would have liked them to have taken – Allen at six, and then whatever best offensive lineman was on the board at 17, and then uh, you know go to war with that because another lie that Gettleman has floated is that they're they're not we're not rebuilding. This is not a rebuilding situation. We intend to win next year. Mm -hmm. We want to win next year. Well, with your number six pick, 
you took someone who's going to be on the sideline in a baseball hat with a clipboard in his hand. How is that going to help you win next year? That's not. He's not going to win. If you yeah. would have taken a, um, you know, a defensive game record uh, at defensive end, that would help you win next year because that could collapse the pocket. And if you have knees mm-hmm. late, you know, that can actually help you win games. Daniel Jones will have absolutely no effect on any of the games next year because he probably will right. be on the sideline. And then yeah. they even said they wouldn't mind going with the with the Green Bay uh, uh, way that they did it, where Aaron Rodgers sat for not one, not two, but three yeah. years before he got on the field. Are you kidding me? Right. This was a guy you fell in love with. You couldn't wait to rush to the podium to, to, to draft, and now he might actually be on the sideline for three seasons? Come yeah. on. Yeah. And, and again, you know, you got a guy like Josh Allen, you plug him in right away. So that's the thing that hurts, you know, and then the, and the bottom line is it looked like could, they, they, pro, they could have got both players in the first round and that that's yeah. the reality of it. So, um, uh, yeah. but again, I, you know, he's going, I knew Gettleman would go there where he'd say, no, I know someone was going to take him before then we need it. Cause they come on, they, they, they really believed that and it, right. and it likely, who knows? Likely, baloney. Uh, yeah. If you ask me, it's all baloney. Yeah. Now, can how about, talk about? Yeah. Can how I talk about one of the picks that I really did like? What's I that? I did like um, the choice of Julian Love from from Notre Dame. Listen, the Giants needed mm-hmm. uh, cornerbacks. They really yeah. don't have any. You know, mm-hmm. Jack Rabbit, Janoris Jenkins, um, is one of the guys that is still around, and they actually might wind up trading him. Okay. Uh, see if they could get something for him. But uh, Julian Love was a really nice pick, I think, in the mm-hmm. fourth round. Um, they traded up to uh, to get DeAndre Baker from Georgia, who was one of the best right. corners in, in the league last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at their depth chart, and, and if the season were to start tomorrow, Janoris Jenkins and Sam Beal, who missed all of last season with an injury. But um, I think they did well there. Okay. And then they also chose from... Division two Washburn Corey Ballantyne. Yeah, now you his heard name, you heard the story yeah. about him, huh? Yes, his name has been in the papers recently. Uh, nah. Tragic, tragic situation. Yeah, horrible. The, yeah, I don't think all of the details are, are quite out yet. But uh, Saturday night, the night he's drafted, he and a friend are walking uh, from a party, and someone opens fire on him. His friend is shot and killed. And Corey is injured, but will make a full recovery. But yeah, just a screwy, screwy situation. But he had a really good combine, um, and the Giants saw something in him. They yeah. took him in the sixth round. So another yeah. cornerback. They took three corners, knowing that their their position wise, there were really light. Um, and uh, also, I liked Darius Slate, a good wide receiver from Auburn. They took him in the fifth round, and so. You know, they're going to roll him into the mix. They made some good picks just up front. I'm not quite sure about the picks up front that they chose. Mm-hmm. Not great. Now, if you look at the Jets, uh, and they certainly didn't have nearly as many picks as the Giants, but they did what they needed to do with three. They got Quinn and Williams, so they didn't mess around, and they got the, yeah. uh, the, the you know, uh, the best don't defensive player in the draft. And, they, and don't so, look the gift, yeah. You don't look the gift horse in the mouth. When you've got a stud sitting there waiting for you, saying, draft me. You do just that, mm-hmm. and and he's been a great player. Yeah, playing at the highest level against the best teams, and in the biggest games, he's all over the field, and he's got a motor, and he's you hear him speak, and he's just he's a fine young man. He wants to learn from the veterans, and mm-hmm. he wants to be 
the best player that he can be for his family. And, and he's somebody that, man, I'd be psyched where I a Jets fan to, to see him line up next to Leonard Williams and, yeah. and the rest of the guys that they have there. And McCagney didn't mess around with these high picks, man. He just went right for it. You know, I mean, look, it's, it's you know, Sam Darnold uh, last year and and now Quinn and Williams. So he's, he's done the, you know, he's done the right thing. I don't know much about it. What they didn't have a pick until like the third round. Yeah. Is, well, think about the Jets, the picks in the last few drafts. Leonard Williams, who many people thought was the best player in that draft, fell right to the Jets. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jamal Adams, who many thought was one of the top two or three players in the draft a couple years ago, he fell to the Jets. And now uh, last year, the Giants passed on Sam Darnold, and the Jets needed a quarterback in the worst way. He fell to the Jets, so mm-hmm. they drafted him. And now mm-hmm. Quentin Williams, not that he fell to them, but he was there in that sweet spot at number three. So they've really lucked out and, yeah. in some respects, and mm-hmm. they've, they've drafted well. They've gotten players that many thought would not be around, and um, and they've done a nice job with their draft choices. Now they just have to turn that around for results on the field. And, you know, obviously a different story with the Giants, who are, are not taking the best player available, bottom line. They're even a tough one last year. Kind of, That's a tough one because – you know they they had a they had a challenge last year and they they, they did the right thing. Uh, yeah, he was it, the best player. He was the best player in the whole draft. That guy. Uh huh. Yeah. So Saquon, he's the he's the man. But they yes. needed a quarterback. Yeah. And uh, think about that. Dave Gettleman passed on Sam Darnold, mm-hmm. Josh Allen, mm-hmm. Josh Rosen, and um, the fourth quarterback is his name is escaping me right now. I can't remember. Dwayne Haskins. What's that? He passed on Dwayne Haskins, who went to this, who went to the Redskins. Right, but I'm you talking know. last year. He passed on all of those quarterbacks that everybody said this is quarterback. Oh, well, he didn't have a chance to draft um, at number one. Cleveland took Baker Mayfield. Yeah. He passed on all those other three quarterbacks who everybody said these guys are all going to be studs. He passed on every one of them. And he rushes to the podium for Daniel Jones. Yeah, really? Mm-hmm. You liked him better than all mm-hmm. those other guys last year. Have you talked Passed to a, John? Have you talked to a Giant fan that that liked the move? I haven't. Not no, that I, I can I, find anybody. Every, everybody listen, I talked to. This is nothing. This yeah. is nothing against Daniel Jones. And as we spoke, yeah. we spoke to Matt Leonard that. about. He played on a team that was barely an ACC team. The blocking up front was awful. Mm-hmm. He had millions of drops out on the field. So. So you don't get a you know an actual look at maybe what he's all about, but as far as intangibles, he doesn't have a really strong arm from what many of the scouts are saying. And oh, by the way, he's going to have to play in that wind tunnel that we all know um, of uh, G- uh, Giant Stadium, MetLife mm-hmm. Stadium. He's going to have to throw in those winds, which are awful mm-hmm. for much of the season. Even on nice sunny days, that wind is always whipping. So he doesn't have the strongest of arms and. Listen, I don't know. Again, I reference Pat. He had a great line where you know we know the that um, Daniel Jones is a is a David Cutcliffe guy, the the head coach at Duke, who had worked with both of the Manning brothers. So there's that sort of lineage there. He said, um, Pat said the Giants love Eli Manning so much they just drafted him again, <laughs> which I thought was funny because they have the same yeah. same dimensions, about six five and two fifteen or so. Mm-hmm. Same sort of throwing uh, motion, whatnot, but yeah. you know, Eli was a lot more ballyhooed coming mm-hmm. out than uh, than was mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Jones. But 
Again, we shall see. It's going to be two or three years down the road before we know whether this was a good pick or not. Yeah, and, and uh, listen, he could very well be a, a, a good pro. We'll, we'll see. But right now, uh, the, you know, and I can understand the Giants fans' fr- frustrations without a doubt because, you you know, you could have gotten him later, you know, and, and, and gotten another player out of this, you know, but, but, you know, for drafting for needs right now. You know, that edge rusher. Right. And I, I think everybody, I mean, 90% of Giant fans wanted to hear Josh Allen called in that spot. I mean, there's, there's no Steve, question about I was about shocked. It. Yeah. I, was, so, I was mouthing yeah. it. I'm sitting in my living room and, and, um, yeah, what was the reaction? I saw. I've seen some some shots of some, uh, you know, some some YouTube shots of people uh, going nuts when the pick was announced. I mean, what was your situation? Shocked. Because yeah. when he he steps to the podium, and I'm even wording it with the sixth pick in the night in the 2019 NFL Draft, the New York Giants select, and I'm screaming Josh Allen, mm-hmm. and I didn't even really hear it. And then I see the kid in the in the green room stand up and i thought oh my gosh oh man Did i just get yep. pumped here what's going on yeah well what's done oh, is done man. now uh you move forward and um you know and you know overall with all those picks i think the giants are a better football team you know and you you do you do you are happy with some of those picks as you just mentioned so you just kind of got to look at maybe like a a little gaff at number one well it's not a little gaff it's a big one but yeah. um but some some new players are coming in a lot of them and uh, so we'll see we'll see what happens uh, with Giants. And, um, you know, that's that's the thing about drafts. And, you know, Matt says it all the time uh, that we're uh, you know, it's just, uh, you know, no one knows. It, it, sure. it's, it's all it's all speculation. Everybody's got their draft boards and all that. And, you know, and then you, you yeah, got to you got to go out and play. Yeah. The goat. Remember, the goat was drafted with pick number one nine nine. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, what was it like? This, this sixth round, right? Your, Amazing. Let me just get yeah. Let me get your quick um, snap thoughts on Kyler Murray going number one, and the whole Rosen being chosen there last year, and how uh, how Arizona handled that. What do you think? Talk about putting pressure on on Kyler, huh? Yeah, but you know the thing is, and then I mentioned it to Pat last week when we were talking. I mean, I, I thought talk about. A risk. I mean, who knows what kind of player he's going to be? I understand he can he can run like no one else. Uh, he's got a great arm, but he's you know he's a small guy, and um, yeah. y- you know we've seen this before. Now, now I, I mentioned people like Ty Detmer, players like Ty Detmer, uh, Doug Flutie. I mean, they couldn't run like him, obviously. Uh, so yeah. the, the plan is to get is to move the pocket and get this guy outside and get him moving, and, and defense is trying to have him, having to figure him out. Yeah. But but how come on? How often does that work, John? I mean, you know, mm-hmm. the, the idea has been put out there. The offense changes in the NFL. The game changes in a sense. If a guy, if a player like Kyler Murray can come out and now succeed in the NFL, it means the game's changing, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Which is all the more reason why you need pass rushers because it's become a throwing game. This is a throwing game, a passing game. You need guys that can collapse the pocket and make someone like Murray uncomfortable, make him have to run right. where it opens him up to getting right. blasted with that little body that he has. Yeah. I mean, can he drop back and fire the ball downfield? Can, can a guy that's, and, and Pat even mentioned it, is he really five ten? I, I mean, he might he, be, he might be shorter than five ten. I mean, come on. Yeah. But so, that guy's got an absolute rocket howitzer of an arm. No, he, he does. He's all a, the throws. He has, he has a, yeah, without he has, a doubt. I mean, he would have been, 
tremendous outfielder. He had an arm that just would peg mm-hmm. anybody in any of the bases. So, and then also, the arm also is the he, least of the worries. And he's not going to play baseball. I mean, that's clear. He's he's going to play football. And he's not going to concentrate on baseball at all. I mean, no, who knows? No, I mean, the, the thought here is is football all around, and and I think that when they agree on a contract, I think they're going to write that in there that this is your. This is your priority. You're not going to think out on us and just pick up a baseball glove if you're having a tough season, right? You know, he's going right. to he's going to stick with football. But the thing is, boy, I mean, if, how tough? How, that's a tough decision right there because he's a he, he got drafted in, uh, in the first round in um, baseball as well. I mean, you know, if he can be a great baseball player, why why bother with football? I mean, that'd be not my sense. You know, if you, 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 if you gave me a choice, if, yeah, if you gave me a choice and get getting my brains beat in or, or you know, playing uh, baseball for uh, maybe 15 to 20 years, I mean, I'll, I'll take the uh, I'll take the latter uh, for and sure. Me both. Yeah. So he, but he OK. Football, I guess. Yeah. So he loves the game. But uh, and, and he could be a game changer. But he literally if he's going to be great, he's going to be a game changer because, it, you know, he's going to be running a lot. I just don't see right. him sitting back in the po- in in the pocket like uh, like Roethlisberger or Brady firing the ball downfield. I mean, yeah. Um, but you- looking looking at watching some of his games and seeing some of the highlights of him leading up to the draft, he's a crafty little guy. He is not someone that's going to take a hit. What he'll do is if he sees it coming in the open field, he gets down on the go. ground, yeah, and, and or he runs out of bounds, ducks run. out of bounds because he knows if he really gets squared up. I mean, that could be a problem if he really gets squared up now with some well, of these the whole NFL thing. guys it, it, that are going to want to take his head off. It's the next level, John. I mean, you take a beating in this in that league, and he, you know, even if you're even if you're elusive, you're still going to take a beating. And if you're running and running and running and running, man, I mean, how long can you last? So the whole yeah. formula. You look at the whole formula, and and. Okay, um, and and so the fact that his size, he's compromised in size, obviously means that they they love his arm, and obviously he can fly. I mean, he can run. Yeah. So yeah. Um, they, they certainly have a plan for him. So I guess it's so. Let's see, but it's not a prototypical number uh, number one pick. Am I right? No, no. But he electrified college football last year. There's no doubt about it. He was the best player in the game, and it really wasn't even close. So. They're gonna they're gonna take a shot and see what they can do. You know, it's uh, it's that new brand of NFL where they're gonna throw the ball mm-hmm. sort of like that red gun or whatever they call right. it. Uh, uh, and it's it's Cliff Kingsbury had it in college. He lost his job running it, unfortunately. <laughs> But um, we're going to see if it can translate to the NFL even more so. They'll try in the NFL and and see and see if they can make the mm-hmm. Cardinals a winner. You know, yeah. So. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, but it'd be interesting to see and interesting to see how uh, the, the Giants make out. And, um, uh, you know, it certainly was a fun draft. They all, you know, there's always surprises. And the, the Giants, unfortunately, started with a surprise that didn't make too many people happy. But, uh, <laughs> but, but we'll, uh, we'll see how it all uh, pans out. And that'll do it uh, for this week's show. Uh, check out our site, More Sports Now. We're, of course, on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram as well. We do the show weekly, so check in. We're usually middle of the week, so uh, check in next week. And uh, for Steve Titchener, John McAlevey on the phone, we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye.